0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rifleman Radio Show on Appleseed Radio. The Rifleman Radio Show is sponsored by the Appleseed Project, which is the sole project of the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. The Revolutionary War Veterans Association is dedicated to teaching the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship and safety program in the United States today and also to honoring the founders, the men and women who stood together on April 19, 1775, to safeguard the rights and liberties that they felt the nation afforded them. And how can we honor them? And the answer is to remember them, to tell their stories. And in telling their stories making sure that the folks who are listening understand that they have a huge debt to pay to pay back to those folks a debt they can never actually repay but but what would be the answer then and the answer is to remember them and to remember that they have a duty to safeguard the nation that was handed to them to safeguard the the freedoms and liberties that were handed to them, that were put in their hands to safeguard it during their watch so they can hand it intact to those who come after. That's what the men and women did on April 19, 1775. That's what they were striving to do. And after eight long bloody years of warfare and achieving their independence creating the documents that made this nation. The Revolutionary War ended, but the American Revolution did not. The American Revolution was meant to continue on into the distant future. The American Revolution was an experiment, and it is an experiment, in what is supposed to be an increasing an increase of the freedoms and liberties of individuals that's what we're dedicated to doing remembering the founders remembering the obligations and the duties that uh, we as American citizens have inherited <clears throat> and that's what we're going to be talking about tonight now <clears throat> let's get started with the uh, uh, With the listing of the upcoming shoots, and uh, Rose let me just answer uh, answer your questions real quick before we get started that uh, uh you can uh, you can check the box that says all members uh, for sending out the the email and then uh, or, or just uncheck all of them down at the bottom and then uh, check the box at the top. For regular members, and then uh, then check the additional box that says uh, for those who uh, f- uh, for those folks who desire to to receive email. Uh, so it's just the the two checks: all regular members, and then the uh, the box for folks that uh, have asked to receive emails. All right. <clears throat> Every weekend across uh, the nation. There are Appleseed rifle marksmanship programs running at full speed, taught by the absolute best instructors in the nation. And the folks at Appleseeds, the instructors and the people who attend, just happen to be the absolute best folks in the nation. Uh, they are the, uh, the, the nicest folks. They're the, uh, the most uh, beautiful, most handsome uh, the smartest the uh every superlative you can imagine uh, uh and in all actuality they are the, the greatest folks the, if you're looking for some new best friends to replace the uh the old uh, worn out rusty uh friends that you currently have the ones that uh, borrow your tools and never bring them back uh the ones who uh who say they'll go with you to the range and when you're all packed up and ready to go, uh, you drive by to pick them up, and they say, oh, i got them watching the game, or uh, "Or oh, I've got a splinter in my finger, whatever. You can get rid of those folks, and you can replace them with a absolute uh, uh, gold standard new friends that you will meet at Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship events. Uh, and just about every age... Range, uh, race, creed, uh, everything you can imagine will be represented there. So you'll have a wide variety uh, of folks to, uh, to pick from. If you're a single man or a single woman, uh, I would certainly not hesitate to uh, use my uh, attendance at an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship event over the weekend to search out a prospective mate why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you find somebody who shares your same ideas, your same values, and uh, who loves the smell of cordite? All right, and if you're looking for a location where you can find one of these prospective mates, <clears throat> let me tell you how you do it. You go to rwva.org, romeovictorwhiskeyalpha.org. That's our homepage. That's our home page. Across the top of the homepage, you'll see some uh, some tabs uh, listed up there. One says Appleseed. You put your cursor on that, and you'll get a drop-down menu. It'll say Schedule. Click on Schedule, and I'll take you to the page that I'm going to be reading to you from, and that is the schedule of events for Appleseed uh, Rifle Marketship Clinics uh, across the nation for the coming months. When you get on there, you can look up the uh, the city. That you want to go to. It's an alphabetical order. Look up the city. Uh, and then the date will be next to that. And once you found one of the events that uh, you'd like to attend, look to the right of there and you'll see two hot links in blue. One will say information. That is the event information page, the EIP. If you click on that, that will take you to uh, the page that has all of the information for that particular shoot. The uh, location, uh, directions, uh, maps, uh, contact information, etc. For that particular shoot, right under under that one is another link that says register. That's uh, an important link. Once you've decided on an, an event that you would like to attend, <clears throat> don't be uh, hit or miss about it. Don't be uh, uh, don't wait to the last second and then say, uh, you know, if I if I can make it, I'll go, or this might be something that I might want to do. Uh, make a decision. Make a decision. If you're going to go or you're not going to go. And if you're going to go, click on register. That takes you to the registration page, which is run by Eventbrite. That's our uh, third-party software that does the event registration for us and you can pre-register now that that will do several things one the main one <clears throat> is to get you a place on the line now you may think that that's going to be a very simple thing that you can wait until the last second and show up and get a place on the line let me tell you that uh uh hawk haven is going to come on in just a little bit and uh Uh, He's going to tell you otherwise. Uh, If you think you can wait till the last second and sign up, uh, you're going to be a very unhappy person when you get there, and all they have for you is a chair where you can sit and watch the other people shooting, watch the other people learning their skills and techniques, which will make them put them into the top. 99.99 99.99 percentile range of Americans with firearms uh, abilities. So, in just a little while, uh, Hawk will call in and he will give us a, an update of the folks. Uh, I mean, of the uh, locations that uh, <clears throat> uh, that are selling out and uh, uh, take this pretty seriously. As I said, this, deciding to uh, go and Go to an event and uh, and setting a goal for yourself to improve your rifle marksmanship skills and to learn about your nation, that's a pretty serious thing. It's a pretty serious thing. And when you decide, uh, when you're looking at that, make a decision. Make a decision about going. Either you're going or you're not going. If you're going, pre-register. Uh, don't make it an iffy thing. If you're going to go, well, then let's go. Let's pre-register for it. All right, and uh, here are the locations that you can look for this weekend. That's the June 24th, 25th. Well, hold on just a second. June 26th and 27th. There is a 24th and 25th location. That's going to be in Dalton, New Hampshire. Uh, That is the uh, Thursday and Friday, uh, this coming Thursday and Friday. After that, the events for the, this coming weekend, which is the 26th and 27th, will start in Anderson, South Carolina; Annapolis, Maryland; Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania; Bristol, Wisconsin; Cloverdale, Indiana; Corona, California; El Paso Community College uh, on the June 26th and 27th has been moved to the July dates. Look in the—I'll uh, run up to it in the July so you can see. We just combine the two to make it easier uh, for folks. Eureka, Kansas, 26th and 27th. Fallon, Nevada. Gainesville, Florida. Glen Helen, California. Hinckley, Minnesota. Kaysville, Utah. Knob Creek, Kentucky. La Crosse, Wisconsin. Lancaster, Ohio. Manchester, Tennessee. Mayaca City, Florida. Rama, Colorado. Ramsar, North Carolina, Shreveport, Louisiana. And I want to tell the folks uh, in Louisiana thank you for jumping on the uh, on the Appleseed program and uh, putting their shoulders to the wheel there because they're doing a great job. Uh, they are a very eager crew, and they're doing an absolutely wonderful job, as they are across the United States. Uh, but uh, I've just recently talked to the folks in Shreveport, and uh, wanted to let them know that I appreciate what they're doing. I appreciate all of the folks uh, across the nation, uh, what they're doing. And we've talked about this a couple of times in the last few months. <clears throat> and that as a program, we are really, really good about uh, about heaping a uh, tying a railroad tie to your shoulders and uh, cracking the whip on you, and uh, having you do the uh, thousand meter run with it what we're not so great at is being at the end of the line there waiting for you and telling you thanks and all across the nation folks are working hard they're taking ownership of this program and uh, by taking ownership i mean uh, they're not doing this as a as a hobby they're not doing it uh, uh as dilettantes. they're doing it because they have a passion for it because they have a desire to be involved in the outcome of the future of this nation. And this is the, uh, the road they have taken to make sure they can influence the future. So thanks to each and every one of you. And if you guys will continue to send in uh, the names of folks who are uh, passing their PCs, the names of folks that are doing their first shoot boss events, uh, etc., I would be more than glad to get them on the air. Uh, if Applete gave me the money, I would fly to wherever they are and uh, drive to their house and uh, shake their hands. But I can at least uh, give them a, a big thanks uh, on the radio show. So <clears throat> if you guys have that information, uh, please uh, PM or email it to me or be ready to call in and tell folks about it on the show. All right, back to the dates. Uh, We're going to finish up the 26th and 27th with Spearfish, South Dakota, and Stinson, West Virginia. That brings us to the first weekend in July, which is the 3rd and 4th. And that starts in Augusta, Georgia, followed by Dundee, Michigan, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Kimimira, Wyoming. And that takes us to the July 10th and 11th weekend, which begins in Birmingham, Alabama, followed by Carmi, Illinois, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, Cortland, Idaho, uh, Como, Mississippi, Fountain, Colorado, Jericho, Vermont, Miami'sburg, Ohio, Niagara, Wisconsin. Let me tell you though, let me back up to Jericho, Vermont. <clears throat> uh Jericho, Vermont is an absolutely beautiful range. It has a full distance to 600, uh it has the uh, uh a good target and pit system and uh it's absolutely beautiful range. And uh, you can also be treated to the sweet music of uh, uh, the M2.50 calibers uh, echoing in your ears, the uh, 40 millimeter automatic uh, uh, grenade launchers, uh, uh, other additional small arms and uh, uh, explosives, etc. while you're shooting. just a, Just a freebie there. <clears throat> Ottawa, Illinois, is also July 10th and 11th, falls by uh, Piru, California, Rolla, North Dakota, St. Augustine, Florida, Simsbury, Connecticut, Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania, Troop, New York. Uh, and I hope to be at the Troop, New York, shoot July 10th and 11th uh, to, uh, to once again meet up with uh, the New York crew. The New York crew is just uh, an absolutely uh, uh, fantastic crew. Uh, we hit the ground running there in Troop uh, a couple of years ago. And I'm telling you, the guys never let up. Uh, B9, Ed, and all of the rest of the folks in New York have done just an absolutely amazing job putting events, uh, putting locations on the map, and then uh, uh, putting events nonstop across the state of New York without any fanfare. Uh, Nobody patting them on the back. Uh, They just did it. They saw it needed to be done, and they did it. So big thanks to you, Ed, and your crew there in New York, all the rest of the New York guys. That takes us to the uh, July 17th and 18th weekend, which starts in Aberdeen, South Dakota, followed by Athens, Ohio. Uh, The folks in Ohio are doing a a great job also. Uh, I haven't been there uh, recently, but uh, from what I understand, uh, the folks in Ohio are uh, selling out a lot of those events. And like I said, in just a few minutes, Hawk will come on, hopefully, and uh, he'll give you guys the absolute rundown on this because uh, the thinking that you're going to show up nonchalantly as a walk-on in an Appleseed uh, might get you a, a, a ticket to a chair, uh, or, or maybe they need some cooking done for the folks there that are actually shooting. Uh, maybe you'll get a pot and a spoon or, or some potatoes and a, uh, and a peeling knife. So make sure that you pre-reg for those shoots. Uh, Athens, Ohio from the 17th and 18th is followed by Boulder, Montana, Brighton, Colorado, Buckingham, Virginia, Burlington Flats, New York, Citra, Florida, Eureka, Kansas, Harvard, Massachusetts, Hinkley, Minnesota, Kaysville, Utah, Lewiston, Idaho, Manheim, Pennsylvania, Pine Bluffs, Wyoming, Proctor, Vermont, Sacramento, California, Washburn, Missouri, uh, Washburn, Montana, Yanceyville, North Carolina, which brings us to the weekend of July 24th and 25th. That starts in Boaz, Kentucky, followed by Calverton, New York, Danville, Illinois, Davila, Texas, Duluth, Minnesota, Durand, Illinois, El Paso Community College in El Paso, Texas. This is the the event that the June shoot uh, uh, got uh, uh, added to. So, if you are in uh, El Paso or anywhere out west uh, in tech, West Texas, <clears throat> uh, Southern, Eastern New Mexico, et cetera, and you want to go shoot that weekend, but you think you know what it's too hot, too hot to shoot today, then head on over to the El Paso Community College in El Paso, Texas for the july twenty fourth and twenty fifth weekend, and you'll be treated to a absolutely spotless indoor range with uh, climate control and a uh, very nice, neat setup there, sound baffles between shooters, and uh, absolutely great event. We'll be having uh, two of the uh, uh, Texas instructors, uh, two of the new Texas instructors will be there running that event. And listen, while I'm talking about Texas instructors and El Paso, uh, I want to mention again the absolutely great job that Sam Damewood did, Sam, Sam D., Sam Damewood did with uh, keeping El Paso on the books. Uh, we had uh, we had some problems out there, and El Paso was uh, at the far farther reaches of uh, the uh, Texas folks. About uh, ten hours uh, to get out there, and uh, Sam, very graciously, over the course of this last year, has uh, given up, uh, I believe, at least nine of his weekends. Uh, to cross the border in a New Mexican guerrilla warfare style and handle the events in El Paso. And I want to thank him from the bottom of my heart for that because uh, he didn't have to do that. He had plenty of events he could be running there in New Mexico, and uh, and he subordinated himself to the needs of the program, and he, he went over and ran some shoots in Texas, not just some. He ran nine of them. So, Sam, thank you from me. And from the rest of the Texas instructors, uh, you're a good man. And I certainly would expect nothing less than that from you. But I think you should certainly expect somebody saying uh, thanks. And uh, I'm saying it. And I'll keep saying it. <clears throat> All right, that same weekend in Gibsonburg, Ohio, the 24th and uh, 25th, followed by Glen Helen, California, Hastings, Nebraska, Kingman, Arizona, Lodi, Wisconsin, Mayaca City, Florida, Riley, Indiana, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Castle Rock, Washington is the July 31st and first weekend. That's where it starts off. And that will be followed by Cedar City, Utah, Coldbrook, Connecticut, Elk River, Minnesota, Enfield, New Hampshire, Fresno, California, and Hernando County, Florida, Humans, Montana, Humansville, that's just, uh, I guess that's a great name for a city, Humansville. Uh, that will be followed by Mobile, Alabama, Racine, Wisconsin, Ramsey, North Carolina, Salem, Ohio, Santa Barbara, California, and Waterman, Illinois. That uh, takes us to the very end of July and. I I say it every time I read this out. Every time I look at it, that just a couple of years ago, uh, if we well, now we didn't have the the shoot schedule, the homepage set up like this, but just a couple of years ago, if we would have, <clears throat> every shoot for the year would have fit on my screen. Now, uh, it takes approximately uh, one, two, three, four screen pages for one month that's a big difference that is a big difference and the program is starting to have an effect it's starting to have an effect not just on the individuals alright now we know that the program has an effect on individuals as instructors and and folks who attend shoots we see it every time we instruct at a shoot uh, this program not only changes people's skills and techniques as far as shooting goes, but it changes changes the way they think, the way they understand what it means to be an American, what your responsibilities are. In many cases, it changes lives completely. It did mine, and I see it at every event. I'm not just flapping my jaws. I'm not just uh, trying to shine you. I'm telling you, and I don't have to tell you, if you're an Appleseed instructor, You've seen it. You've seen it over and over. Every event that uh, I've instructed at, I have seen a person's life change. And, and I didn't have to just depend on my, uh, my eyes or, or my uh, perception of it or being fooled because I get uh, letters later from people telling me just that. Listen, my life changed. When I attended the event, my life changed uh, when I heard the Appleseed Message. Well, it's a very powerful message. Anytime you talk about a group of people uh, attempting uh, to change the future of a nation, and, and not just uh, uh, a little tiny nation uh, far off in some obscure place, we're talking about the most powerful nation on the face of the earth, uh, the, the nation that has. Uh, that has been center stage uh, in the formation of world history for the last 235 years. So this program is changing folks' lives, and it's beginning to have an effect on the nation. And that's an important thing, and the whole reason that we're doing that is because the folks uh seem to have uh they seem to have gone to sleep at the switch. Uh before I get started before I go too far I wanna bring uh uh Sam on with me. Sam, welcome to the show.
2: Hi Scout. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good Good, good. Fantastic. Uh,
1: I don't know if you were on earlier, but uh uh, I told the folks there, and I wanted to tell you again thanks for uh thank you for the last year for uh uh for for donating your uh, blood sweat and efforts uh, to take up the slack in el paso uh, I, I give you my uh, uh my complete thanks for that
2: oh, well, I appreciate it, but that that's what we're supposed to be doing getting out and making the country better. I'm happy to do it.
1: Well, that's what we're supposed to be doing, yeah, but, uh, but a lot of folks don't. So uh, when I do see it done, uh, I like to tell folks thanks. Uh, has uh, Hawk uh, flown in yet? Well, you guys in chat, whenever you do see uh, uh, the uh, when Hawk Haven show up, make sure that uh, you let him know that I'd like for him to call in with the with the list of uh, the closed-out Apple seeds, so if you guys will remind him when he comes in, I would appreciate that. I sent him a uh, an email earlier, but uh, <clears throat> if somebody knows his number, they can call him and ask him to uh, to make sure he comes in and does that uh, tonight. Because he
3: he asked me during the week
1: if uh, uh, if that would be a good idea, and I said yes, it would be a great idea. Make sure that people understand that. Uh, uh, that is not, uh, this isn't just a, a last minute deal uh, that you can just, uh, uh, that you can do as an afterthought. You better do some, better make a decision if you're going to go or not.
4: <clears throat> uh,
1: how are events going there in New Mexico, Sam? How's everybody doing there? Did I lose you? I know that Sam is out in. Uh, uh, and he's out in the middle of nowhere, out in the New Mexican desert, and sometimes uh, uh, sometimes the signal uh, gets lost back and forth. <laughs> uh, what I want to talk to you guys tonight about is the title of the show is Somnobulism uh, in America. And uh, it's a very big problem. And what is somnobulism? Well, uh, it's a word for, for sleepwalking. Let me give you exactly what it says here. Sleepwalking, also known as somnobulism, is a sleep disorder belonging to the parasomnia family. Sleepwalkers arise from the slow wave sleep stage in a state of low consciousness and perform activities that are usually performed uh, while awake. These activities can be as benign as sitting up in bed, walking to the bathroom, cleaning or as hazardous as cooking, driving, uh, violent gesturing, grabbing at hallucinated objects or even homicide. Although generally sleepwalking cases consist of simple repeated behaviors There are occasionally reports of people performing complex behaviors while asleep, although the legitimacy is often disputed. In 2004, sleep medicine experts claimed to have successfully uh, treated a woman who claimed to have, uh, let's see, claimed to have, uh, how can I put this, uh, claimed to have had romantic interludes with the uh, strangers uh, in while she was sleeping. In December 2008, reports were published of a woman who sent semi-coherent emails while sleepwalking. Uh, in an un- year, unknown year, a man sleepwalked uh, to his car, drove to a coffee shop, ordered coffee, and left. Sleep- sleepwalkers often have little no memory of the incident as they are not truly conscious Although their eyes are open, their expressions are dim and glazed over. Does, uh, Does this ring any bells to you out there? Once again, although generally sleepwalking cases consist of repeated behaviors, there are actually many, many millions of reports of people performing complex behaviors while asleep. Extremely complicated task while asleep, such as uh, raising children, uh, performing surgery in American hospitals, voting doesn't it seem to you a lot of times when uh, you read the the newspaper or you, you hear of events uh, on the radio that that would most likely have to be the answer to this that Americans apparently are sleepwalking through their lives. They're performing uh, complicated tasks, doing their jobs, but doing it uh, more of a by rote fashion. And uh, and while sleepwalking, they enter the uh, the voting booths or uh, they give their children uh, uh, instructions in how to be human children, uh, and millions of other things on a daily basis because I can tell you they couldn't be doing it while they were awake because if they were, the nation would not be in the shape that it's in now. So I'm having to think that one of the main problems that America has is some nobulism. Folks going through their day, day to day, asleep, uh, not paying attention to the things uh, changing around them. I'm sure that uh, many of you have uh, have driven to work, uh, maybe the same road that you've driven uh, hundreds, perhaps even thousands of times, and uh, you left your driveway and you began thinking about something and then... Uh, before you knew it, you were pulling into the the parking lot perhaps at the place where you work, and all of a sudden you had just a very quick, fleeting glimpse of a question in your mind was, how did I get here? What, What just happened? Well, obviously you drove there, but do you remember anything that happened along the way? And a lot of times the answer is no, and that's the way folks are living their lives now. Things happen, Uh, bills get passed, Uh, folks get voted in and out of office, and you read the papers the next day and you see the names of somebody that, uh, uh, of a bill that has passed or somebody that has been elected, and you say, how how did that happen? I must have been asleep. I didn't see that. I didn't, I don't remember any of that. I believe that's the the case for many Americans. So how what is the answer to this? Well, that's exactly what the program is doing now. Uh, I can't tell you how many people, but I see it every I see it at every event. I'm sure the rest of the instructors do also. I see it at every event. I see folks uh the light coming on in people's eyes. Uh, They listen to the stories. They listen to the message. And I've even seen it as dramatic as folks are breaking down almost in tears and saying, I can't believe what I've been doing, which is nothing. I can't believe what I've been doing. I can't believe that at a moment when my nation is requiring uh, my assistants that I've been sleeping at the switch. But they have. We all were. But now we're not. And that's what we're trying to do is, uh, if need be, using the uh, the low-tech, super-secret way of uh, going door-to-door. Uh, that is uh, the the same unchanged method that was used 235 years ago on April 18, 1775. When Paul Revere got on his horse and he rode uh, through each of the towns, banged on the side of the house with a stick and said, uh, Arise, arise, the regulars are out. The folks would stick out their windows, stick their heads out their windows, and and yell, What's going on? And he would tell them, uh, The time is now. The regulars are out. Wake up. Wake up. You must do your duty. And they would. They would get up. They would throw on their clothes uh, hurriedly, grab their horse, or if they didn't have one, they would just set out across the fields at a run to get to the next neighbor's house, to bang on the side of their house or bang on their door and yell at them, arise, arise, wake up, wake up. It is time to do your duty. Because that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing as an organization. Now, yes, we are teaching rifle marksmanship at the same time. I consider that just to be an absolute uh, free benefit uh, to what you get at an apple seed event. You get to... Uh, to set a goal for yourself of, uh, of bettering your rifle marksmanship skills, and you achieve that goal, and that's just a, a huge added benefit. <clears throat> because what you're really getting is you're getting somebody uh, grabbing, your, grabbing your shirt lapel and giving it a shake and saying, wake up, wake up, arise, arise. It's time to do your duty many folks many of us thought that uh that after we had uh, uh performed uh, some type of service to our government uh, in, in my case 6 years of uh military service <clears throat> that we had fulfilled you know our debt that was it like hey I, I did uh i served my country and uh, so that's it you know my my check is paid but then you come to realize that uh, that's an open-ended check. There is no, there's no being done. There is no paid in full. You're required to be uh, on your toes and at your duty, awake at your duty every day of your life. Uh, there is no shortcut to safeguarding uh, American freedoms and liberties. There is no ability to delegate that to someone else. It's your responsibility, each and every one of you. And once that you've become awakened, now it's not just your responsibility to stay awake. It's your responsibility to go and get somebody else and wake them up. And then go another get another person and wake them up. All right, Sam, you make it back.
2: I made it back. All right.
1: That
2: was pretty good about them sleepwalkers, Scout. Is that <laughs> well, too true about most of these Americans out here?
1: I think about it, Sam. Think about it. That's—I uh, I can tell you right now—that's what I was doing uh, in my my circle of life and responsibilities. Uh, usually extended no further than uh, the fences or boundaries of my property. Uh, uh, I didn't have any great concerns about the nation. Uh, It had been running, it seemed to me, uh, pretty much without any need of maintenance uh, for the last couple of centuries. So what was there really to do? And then you start understanding that that the poison – that's seeping into the nation. It is no different than than ferrous oxide, the way that it works on on metal. Uh no, we don't have any we don't have uh fifty thousand screaming jihadists swarming ashore out of the belly of a uh, converted oil tanker in uh, New Jersey. Now that would really get people interested, wouldn't it? That would get people excited. We don't have that <laughs> we <laughs> yeah i mean that would people would uh, they would come in droves then but we don't have that but what we do have is a much more dangerous a, a much more insidious foe just like rust you don't see the rust destroying the steel the steel superstructure it hides itself in the bolt holes or uh, in the steel joints or underneath the beams, working its way, eating through the steel underneath the paint. You don't notice it. But that's what's happening now. Without every single one of us uh, waking up and doing our duty, it's going to eat through it uh, just as fast and just as sure uh, as one of the screaming jihadists.
2: Well, you know, we're going to wake up like that bridge up in Minnesota a couple of years ago, and we'll all be down in the river wondering what happened.
1: Exactly. So well, yeah, we'll be rusting through in
2: places where nobody looked.
1: That's it. And the rust that we face today is the apathy, the apathy of American citizens. The and apathy is the uh, the mindset of uh, I'm not going to do anything because what would it matter. I'm not even going to vote, because what does it matter if I vote or not? They're all criminals. What does it vote if I matter It matter if I vote or not? Uh, the elections are rigged. What does it matter? I'm just one person. I can't do anything. That's, that's the apathy. And then, of course, there's the ignorance. Now, that's, that one's a little bit harder to, to get through, but you can get through it. You can uh, teach folks. You can give them the apple seed message. But apathy and ignorance is the modern day equivalent of the rust and uh, and sam i, I like uh, i'm sure that i'm sure you've probably noticed times you you've got a pretty long commute or i don't know if you do now, but you used you did you used you used to have one i know you used to be running the uh you actually used to be a uh, jihadist uh <laughs> for, <laughs> it was one of the good ones don't worry guys he was one of the good ones uh-huh. but uh he used to be a, a jihadist, so and he had a long commute to his uh, base camp there. I'm sure there were times when you were driving along, and, and you got to work, and you go, what just happened? Where, and, did I really drive here?
2: Sometimes you drive, and you wonder how you made it, because uh, you don't remember any of the four curves on that 98 miles of road. <laughs>
5: but that's a <laughs> problem.
2: Sometimes you... <laughs> Sometimes you think so hard about uh something that you hear during the day or on the radio that that uh, you, you don't pay attention to what's going on around you and that's dangerous too. You exactly. You to wake and know what's going on. Exactly. And that's how folks are going through their
1: lives today. Uh they're fed the uh, they're fed a, a tasteless pablum uh by the mainstream media. And uh, and it's it's too difficult for most people to go searching for uh, the truth. And a lot of people don't feel they need to. They feel it's being delivered to them. Uh, the truth is being delivered to us. Everything is okay. The truth is being delivered to us. And that, that whole freedom of speech thing covering the political speech, that's not needed. The media said it wasn't. Uh, so that's out of the way now, thank goodness. Uh, their truths are being delivered to them because they're asleep. They're accepting the uh, the directions as they're sleeping, uh, just as they would uh, if you lay down next to them and whispered in their ear, uh, can I have a cup of coffee? And they would go through the motions uh, in their sleep of making you a cup of coffee because they're asleep. Uh, they're not listening and and our duty is to wake them up, to make sure that they are understanding uh, the events that are currently uh, transpiring in the nation. And the way to get them awake is to get them to attend an apple seed event. Now, uh, earlier I was talking about this, and I'm, I was going to ask you, but I saw that uh, your signal has been lost. But I know that you have because we've talked about it before. But, Sam, you've seen, folks, you've seen that light. Come on
2: in, folks. Eyes, uh, right? You've oh. seen folks wake up. <laughs> yes, I have. And uh, it, it's one second they're they're down there on the ground, uh, thinking about the six steps that you've been drilling into them, and and uh, you do your history. A little shot there, at the first strike, and, and uh, next thing you know, ping, the light bulb comes on. And you can't get them back down in a position for the next string <laughs> because they're sitting there thinking, whoa, what did I just understand that this guy told me? Right.
1: Right. You tell the first strike of the morning, and yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's some interesting history. A lot of it I've never heard before. That's that's quite interesting. And as that's percolating uh, in their minds throughout the day, they hit that second strike, and uh, Usually the uh, instructors, they're doing a good job on telling the story, and then they start uh, tying it in to current day. And, man, the light starts really coming on then, and you see people making the connection. You see people understanding. Uh, Whenever Russell said, uh, he didn't say, uh, I'm an American and I have these certain rights during the – the events of April 19th, 1775, when they started coming toward his home, he said, an Englishman's home is his castle. I have rights. I have the, the right to be treated uh, as a human being. And he wasn't. And people start understanding. Uh, they start relating to what is going on now. They start understanding that it's their responsibility. It's not somebody else's. You can't delegate your responsibility to be awake
2: Scout, let me relate that to something that I read last night. I uh, I got done with my supper and and uh, I'd looked at a couple of frustrating problems and needed to relax and I sat down uh, with my Harvard Classics, looking over the Federalist Papers, and uh, I came to number twenty-eight, and it's a it's a Hamilton. It says effective resistance to usurpers is possible only. Provided the citizens understand their rights and are disposed to defend them. That's Jason Russell. He understood his rights and he was disposed to defend those rights. Admittedly, it was an extreme case, but it makes a strong point that people need to know what their rights are. And it's not just those uh, 10 amendments in the Bill of Rights. And people need to understand them, and they need to be awakened to them and disposed to defend them. And, and the best way is to get out there at that ballot box and let those politicians know. And that's something that we push at Appleseed, and we're going to keep pushing it at Appleseed, because I don't want to have to defend my rights any other way. Exactly. Exactly. So if we can keep people educated about those rights, keep them awake and keep them reading and studying and learning about their history, their heritage, the rights that they have, what it cost them, who gave them to them, God, thank God, and what it takes to defend them, then they'll stay awake. And the way we do that's what Appleseed, that's what Appleseed's all about is reminding people of those rights and the responsibilities to defend them that go along with
1: That Right. It, uh, and nowadays folks, uh, in some bizarre uh, twist of the tale, folks think, or folks have been moved into the position that uh, when they talk to uh, their representatives, Uh, that they need to go there on bended knee and and asking for a boon, asking for a favor, uh, (laughs) like a a serf would go to a feudal lord. You know, people have forgotten the original intention of the framers, and that was, uh, it's hard to forget because it's right there in huge letters, large letters right at the very beginning. We are the people of these United States. The the government is not the president. The government is not the senators or the congressmen or any of the alphabetical uh, agencies. The government is the people. And when the folks are reminded of that at events, uh, I'm sure somewhere, you know, they had read that as they were growing up. And a lot of people... Uh, A lot of people know it somewhere back in the cobwebs of their minds. But when you present it to them uh, in the context of April 19, 1775, and related to today, that is another light bulb uh, moment where people realize that that's right. That's right. I I am a member of the governing body of this nation. The, uh, The president, the senators, the congressmen. Uh, they are not their bosses. They are their servants. They they literally are the servants of the people. They serve at your leisure. They do your bidding. And it's your responsibility to let them know uh, what your needs are, what your desires are, what your wants are, uh, to maintain a close relationship with your representatives so that you can let them know. Uh I'm going to uh, uh I'm going to read a little bit of uh, uh of the current news here. This is from uh, June 15th. I I saw this uh this last weekend and it uh, you know, it made me think. It made me think about uh about folks. <clears throat> the title of this uh this news story is American caught trying to kill bin Laden. Apparently, uh, this is a news story from the Associated Press out of Peshawar, Pakistan. An American, armed with a pistol and a 40-inch sword, was detained in northern Pakistan and told investigators he was on a solo mission to kill Osama bin Laden. The man was identified as a 52-year-old California construction worker uh, named Gary Brooks Faulkner. He was picked up in a forest in the Chitral region late on Sunday. Uh, the officers being uh, interviewed said we initially laughed when he told us that he wanted to kill Obama or Osama bin Laden, but when officers found that he had the pistol, the 40-inch sword, and night vision equipment in parentheses, our suspicion grew.
2: (laughs) (laughs) wonder what what the tip-off was.
1: Yeah, Pogner told police he had visited Pakistan seven times so far, and this was his third trip to the Chitral region. Police say the American intended to travel to the eastern Afghan region of Nuristan, just across the border from Chitral. The area is among several rumored hiding places for the al-Qaeda leader, who has evaded a massive U.S. effort to capture him since 2001. Bin Laden is accused of being behind the September 11th attacks in the United States, as well as other terrorist acts. Well, he hasn't just been accused. I I don't. people don't... uh, remember but he he got on tv and admitted it i mean that's, uh, that's a little bit uh, further evidence than being accused when somebody says that's right i did it Khan said faulkner was also carrying a book containing christian verses and teachings when asked why he thought he had a chance of tracing bin laden faulkner replied god is with me and i am confident i will be successful in killing him Faulkner arrived in the town of Bumbarati on June 3rd and stayed in a hotel there. He was assigned a police guard, which is quite common for the foreigners visiting remote parts of Pakistan. But when he checked out without uh, informing the police, they began hunting for him. Well, here's my question. Where are the rest of the Americans? Why isn't uh, the rest of uh, the Americans... Uh, over there with their 40-inch swords. Now, I will say this. Uh, for me, uh, the fact is this guy was a 52-year-old California construction worker wandering the woods of Pakistan with a pistol and a sword to uh, to kill Osama bin Laden, I'd say that that has to speak uh, to the failure of the Appleseed program in California. Were he, uh, were he a uh, uh, an educated uh, apple seeder, I'm sure he would have had a rifle. Now, folks, let me <laughs> uh, let me uh, let me first say that I'm in no way advocating any violence to anyone else, especially from apple seed folks. Uh, we don't uh, get involved in that. Uh, but uh, but I saw it as a chance for some humor, and that's all it is. It's just humor. <clears throat> uh, I was told by another Apple theater that uh, that if they really wanted to uh, find uh, Bin Laden and to take care of him, that they would leak it across the South that Bin Laden was the person responsible for the death of Del Earnhardt. That. Uh, Within two days, there would be fifty thousand bass boats arriving on the shores <laughs> there, filled with filled with armed Americans uh, intent on getting revenge. So, uh, I, I realize this is a bit uh, uh, far from the areas we usually travel in, but uh, <clears throat> I just thought that this was a very very interesting uh, story to find a. Uh, uh, a lone american wandering the woods of pakistan with a pistol and a sword looking for bin laden now i will say this uh when they continually talk of uh, uh of the the folks of the extremists to continue to cut people's heads off and and execute folks and kill others by the thousands and tens of thousands uh uh, well, uh, perhaps I'd better... I'll just let that go for now. But uh, I-, I thought that this was a, a very interesting uh, story. <laughs>
2: uh, uh, I'll tell to... you something, Scout. <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead, Tim. What, when I first heard that story on the radio about Mr. Faulkner, and they mentioned and a 40-inch sword, and it popped immediately into my mind that he got from a Frenchman that didn't need it anymore, uh, <laughs> much like Mr. Whittemore got his. Uh, that just popped into my mind hearing him by the 40-inch sword.
1: The 40-inch sword there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, good luck to him. Uh, I doubt that they're going to release him to let him to continue on with his mission. Uh, but uh, he said he'd already been there seven times, so perhaps there's a chance for eighth or ninth or tenth time for him, and, and we do wish him well. Uh, let's bring on another caller. Area code eight one two four three one. You're on the air? All right. Oh, Looks okay. like we missed him.
2: Hawk should be calling in momentarily.
1: Alright, yeah, and I just lost my uh, my switchboard is here we go, it's back. <clears throat> Alright, then uh area code eight one two eight two five it's me. Okay. And who's this? Hawk Haven. Hawk. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. Thank you, Hawk. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, and I've been telling people uh, for the last hour that uh, for all those people who feel very secure and thinking that uh, that they can uh, plan their apple seed event in a nonchalant fashion and, uh, and show up late uh, after their trip to Starbucks, uh, and think that they're going to walk onto the line and get a place that they may very well be given uh, a chair to sit in to watch the shooters or uh, or even a uh, a pot and some potatoes and a paring <laughs> knife so that they could uh, begin their cooking journey. So guys, this is Hawk Haven, uh, another of our uh, uh, esteemed instructors, and uh, he's agreed to come on and let us know about the real situation. Uh, and the real reason for pre-registering for events. Hawk, uh, give us the information.
6: Okay, this coming weekend we have five sold-out shoots already. Uh, Knob Creek, Kentucky, uh, Glen Helen, California, ladies' only shoot up there is sold out. Uh, Lancaster, Ohio is sold out. Cloverdale this weekend here in Indiana is sold out. And Corona, California is sold out. Uh, (laughs) The weekend of July 10th, 11th, Simsbury, Connecticut is sold out. Uh, July 17th, 18th, our uh, folks up in New York have sold out Burlington Flats. Wow. Uh, the end of the month, July 31st and August 1st, Salem, Ohio, the Ohio crew, uh, me, stre- me, Streaker, and, and friends have uh, sold out Salem, Ohio. And I don't know what's going on in uh, Maryland, but we have a sold-out shoot in Annapolis, Maryland, all the way out in September. Wow.
2: Somebody read a Washington Post article
6: <laughs> that's it. That is excellent. I mean Annapolis is just cooking I was when I was doing the updates last night. I noticed a few of their shoots were sold out or close to it so
1: well, congratulations to those folks and uh And I guess my next question or uh, my next uh uh the next task would be to interview uh the folks in that area and uh, actually every one of the sold out shoot folks and uh and get an in-depth uh report on what they've been doing yeah uh, because uh, obviously somewhere somehow they uh they hit the right button you know mm-hmm. they are they're doing the right thing so let's find out from these guys exactly what it is now uh certainly sometimes there there are things like the uh uh, the newspaper stuff, the Washington Post, et cetera, stuff like that that will do it. But uh, we have folks in the areas that are just doing absolutely great jobs. You guys in the Indiana, Indiana folks are doing a great job, and Ohio, too.
6: Yeah, our sold-out shoot here in Cloverdale this weekend. It's We have a shoot there almost every month, either a full apple seed or a mini. And folks know we're going to be there, and they have uh, been showing up in nice numbers. Now, Ducky's got a sold-out shoot this weekend with Knob Creek, and I understand that's a Boy Scout troop coming in. Uh, There's a lot of the numbers down there.
1: A Boy Scout is, a troop is coming in for the event. Excellent. Yes. Excellent, and uh, I certainly hope that they will uh, uh, that they'll post uh, the in the report on the event uh, how they got uh, the troop in, what uh, hurdles they had to. Uh, uh, to work to get that. I know that Sam and his crew uh, are working on uh, the Boy Scout angle. Uh, everybody has been, and, and it's kind of a tricky angle because uh, the Boy Scouts, uh, you know, they have uh, a lot of conditions and stuff that they want met. But that doesn't mean it's not doable because, obviously, some folks are doing it. So <clears throat> and there are still millions of Boy Scouts. Uh, so uh, that is uh, that is a great uh, uh, that's a great target to go after uh what do you see uh, uh what would be the the locations that that you would predict uh that are going to to be heavy in the future not just not the sold out ones but what uh, what other areas are you looking at that uh that have the same potential
6: um Colorado's really picking up not quite sure what's going on there but there's been a lot of movement in Colorado. Um, the New York folks uh, have been turning in some strong numbers. But California, as always, that lady shoot out there this weekend—I'm waiting to hear how that goes over. Um, those are those are the big growth ones right now. Washington, uh, up in the northwest, they're doing real well too.
1: What about uh, uh, what about Idaho?
6: Idaho. Let me see.
1: Uh, not Idaho. Iowa. Iowa. See here. We know Idaho is working because because yeah. uh, we've got uh, Rose and and her tribe out there uh, <laughs> that uh, are cloning themselves. It seems like at a, at a fairly rapid rate. And I told you guys uh, last week and the week before that <laughs> there still are uh, some available slots uh, for your uh, uh, family getaway at uh, the uh, the Western Rose. Tribal location there, <laughs> but uh, if you don't get your pre-regs in now, there's not going to be a a lot of bunks left there at the uh, at the family house. So, you folks that are getting ready to uh, make your vacations and uh, you're making them up there with uh, Rose and her family, please get your pre-registrations in so that uh, you'll have a bunk there at their
6: house. I'm not seeing Iowa pop up here. Do you have any shoot dates in mind? Must be looking right over the top of it.
1: Uh, No, no, I I was just just curious about that.
6: All right. Uh, The big shoot in Illinois in September is up to 33 registered shooters, so we've got room for 267 more.
1: And what was the date on that again?
6: September 11th and 12th. Same same weekend that the Annapolis, Maryland shoot sold out. Okay,
1: so that's uh, so we're still uh, a little over six. September, August. So we're we are actually less than sixty days out from that
3: shoot. No no, no,
1: no, no. I'm, I'm, I completely skipped uh, July, so yeah. we, we're still sixty. We're still sixty over sixty days out from yeah. that shoot, and there's thirty preregs in. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, that is really good. Uh, all right, and, uh, and what about the Indiana program? Uh, what are you guys doing right now? What's on the top of uh, of your list of things that you would like to say about the Indiana program? Because you guys are doing a really great job.
6: We're trying. We're trying. We're seeing some solid growth this year. We'd like to pick up some more ranges. We did find a, a few more hints this last uh, week or two, so we're going to be investigating some new ranges and uh, developing those contacts, and building on the, uh, see if we can get some more sold out shoots here. I know one of our um, instructors down at Evansville, Indiana, Surplus Rifle, they had their home range down there, Red Brush, which is where we have most of our shoots, had a youth day, and I think they had 150 youths on site for their annual youth day, and he passed out a big old stack of Apple C brochures, so we'll see how how that pays out in the next uh, week or two.
5: Okay. I and mean,
1: I'll tell you right now that uh uh I talked to the uh, uh the advertising folks a little bit earlier today. and uh, uh for some reason indiana is uh has been the easiest one of the easiest states that I've worked with to uh, uh as far as advertising goes and it looks like uh uh, I predicted two weeks for you guys before you started get before you got to any billboards of It looks like it may go even faster than that. So wow. So hopefully uh, uh, it, it may be uh, within a week uh, that everything gets okayed, and uh, uh, so so it's looking very good for Indiana. Yeah. Uh, I was very surprised at the uh, the folks in Indiana, the advertisers stuff <clears throat> were very easy to work with. And uh, not only are they, uh, were they cutting through the red tape and stuff for me, but uh, they're actually uh, willing to go. And uh, uh, let's see, you PM'd me with uh, the the numbers and stuff for the sign, mm-hmm. and uh, I sent that in. I'm going to send. In, I'm going to. I'm going to go ahead and send it in to all the rest of the advertisers. Your number, because uh, I would say uh, probably out of uh, I spoke to probably two dozen folks there. Out of that, uh, almost 50% of those folks, of uh, the folks I talked to about the advertising, uh, are wanting to go to an Apple seat. So That's fantastic. So I, I told them that, uh, that you would be willing to vector them into a location there.
6: Yep, yep, yep.
1: All right, uh, we've got uh, another caller. I'm going to bring them on the line with us. Uh area code eight four one or eight one two four three one it must be one of your buddies here uh you're on the air eight oh oh I must have scared them off i guess they they hung up when I opened the mic uh listen guys, you know, if i if I open your mic and ask if you want to come on the air, you don't have to leave just you can just you don't say anything or you can uh uh i won't I'm certainly not gonna force you to talk uh uh... just uh... just be silent for a few seconds and i'll click back off of it all right area code uh, five eight oh chris is this you yes sir hey how are you doing yes, sir. You, you don't sound too good
3: um, i'm sitting inside the u.s. what national championship banquet dinner listening to you sir
1: Ah, okay <laughs>
3: doing what that's i do good. so i'm just listening
1: that's good okay uh... It sounds almost like you're at a golf tournament, but uh, uh, SWAT Nationals will work for me. Uh, everything going on in Oklahoma?
3: Yes, sir. We've got two events that just popped up. that will be outside Oklahoma City in August, and we'll also have another one popping up over here in the Tulsa area. But, yeah, the next uh, four weeks I'll be tied up. Now I'll get back to the Apple uh, Sea,
1: Okay. And what about the USSA event? Uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be scheduled for late
3: September. Yeah, coming on late September.
1: That is great. Listen, I want to thank you, Chris, for all the work that you're doing. Uh, You're doing a great job there in Oklahoma. Oklahoma is starting to take off really great. And uh, and congratulations and welcome to Hinchman, who is the uh, new Oklahoma uh, State Coordinator. Uh,
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: And anything at all we can do for you guys, we'll be glad to do it. Uh, I'm still looking for the... uh, the mysterious hidden uh, bag of patches Uh, and once I find them all I'll send you some of the ones that I have Uh, but is there anything else that you guys need that we can get to you
3: oh no sir just uh, keep supporting us we're trying to get everything off the ground and it's really happening right now
1: All right. well listen uh, I'll I'm not going to hang up on you I'll just close your mic so that you can keep uh, you can keep listening and uh, God bless you and I hope that uh, I hope you continue to heal up and I'll see you on the trail when I see you. Yes, sir. All right, take care. All right. Uh listen, I want to remind everybody too, and and Hawk, you can you, you can start it off and then Sam follow him up on this with uh the the congratulations because uh uh as I said earlier, you know, we we ask a lot of the folks in this program. I, heck, ask. I, I don't know that we ask anything at all anymore. We're, we're getting awfully dang demanding, and uh, and we're really getting good at that, demanding that folks uh, volunteer their time and, and donate uh, huge chunks of their life uh, to assist in the program. And, yeah, I know that uh, the program is not – we're not doing it for money, and I know that we're not doing it uh, – Uh, to advance uh, any person or anything else when what we're really doing is helping to safeguard our freedoms and liberties. But I don't care uh, that it's a responsibility or not. When people do a good job, you tell them they did a good job. Uh, You don't try and hammer them and and say, uh, well, why aren't you doing even more than you did? You say, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you could give. Thank you for what you could give and, and for giving it, uh, because if you'll notice, we're not exactly getting run over by folks, uh, by most Americans uh, who are trying to step up and do their jobs do, uh, to fulfill their obligations. We're not talking about going above and beyond uh, as American citizens. We're just talking about doing, fulfilling uh, their obligations as Americans, so Hawk. <clears throat> I'm sure you have uh, some folks there in Indiana, because Indiana's full of these guys that are doing a great job. Why don't you just take a few seconds and uh, give some of the names of the folks? And if you remember uh, some of the specifics, go ahead and do that. And if not, let's just get their names out there and let people know uh, uh, what they're doing. And then Sam, if you'll follow him up on that. Okay.
4: Go ahead,
1: Hawk. There,
2: Hawk, did we lose him? We may have.
1: Uh, Hawk, are you there? We we may have lost him for a second. Sam, go ahead, jump in, and uh, tell the folks uh, uh, about the uh, the folks out there in New Mexico that are doing a good job. I, I I'm I'm almost ready to do it myself but i want you to do it
2: well they're all doing a good job scout but uh i think that uh some of the the ones that uh probably need a little mention right now we got jimmy from uh down by carl's bed and uh jimmy uh helped us get things going down there and and he was out seventh stepping before he ever shot his first apple seed Went out and did two good radio spots for us and got us some good folks at the Carlsbad shoot. Got us some more at Roswell. And uh, he's out hunting ranges for me now up in the high territory where it's a little cooler. And uh, he's out there doing his business. Uh, we got uh, Tyler flock and Bluefeather out doing their stuff. They're in the middle of trying to get a house uh, squared away so they can sell it and, and get where they need to be. But they're still running regular schedule of shoots up at Whittington Center and uh, keeping our folks uh, at the NRA side of the world, keeping apple seed in their mind. A lot of folks don't realize it, but Whittington is actually a, a, a whole separate outfit from the rest of the NRA. Uh, but when the rest of the NRA comes out to shoot, that's when they learn about Appleseed. And uh, Tiles Clock and Blue Feather keep a solid program up there. they got shoot scheduled up there until the range closes in October. Uh, we've got Duck Dog down here in Alamogordo looking for range space for us. Working hard. Just got his green hat a couple months ago uh, on 17th and 18th of April over at our shoot in uh, Roswell. We got uh, O. L. Edcock and his wife Strawberry Roan, who are out working hard for us and recruiting amongst the the political people of the state. We just got a whole bunch of good people out here. We got Devno working up in Albuquerque. Uh, he bangs his head on the wall up there every week, trying to get people out. Uh, his last shoot got rained out, and the rains closed up on him because they didn't want a road to get tore up but he's going to set us up another one, and we will have shoots in, in Albuquerque because of it. Nimi 9100s out there helping him, scouting range spaces. He goes out and about his regular job working for the BLM. Uh, everybody out here in New Mexico is doing their part and uh, working hard to try to find us somewhere we can shoot while the oven's lit.
1: Right. Well, if folks want to call in, it's 347- 3088790 3473088790 uh and uh Hall, I spoke to him uh, this last week uh, he was uh, he's bringing up and mentoring uh, some new instructors and uh, uh, it sounded like uh, it sounded like things uh, are really working out well there in New Mexico and that your your crew is really working hard to uh, to make additions uh, to the instructor cadre there. And uh, anything that uh, anything I can do to help out, let me know because uh, New Mexico is uh, is a good friend uh, to the folks here in Texas, and uh, we want to help out in any way we can.
2: I'd like to get some of uh, some of them young folks that Devnall working with and drag them over to Davila sometime. I'd like to see a. Uh, a little bigger shoot than we can put on sometimes, and I think they'd enjoy it. I think they're just now getting on their summer break from school. Uh, more than half of our instructor crew up in Albuquerque are, are, are college students who are out there uh, working hard, uh, feeling a little bit oppressed, I guess you'd say, because the college student crowd doesn't necessarily gravitate towards appleseed, although they are teaching them some things about their freedom up there and i have high hopes for them people right and uh, we've got precisely advantageous up there studying to be a pharmacist uh, taking a full load of classes and still going out and teaching and uh free firefly doing the same and they're out there they're going to work that stuff and they're working them college kids for us and working young folks up there uh Free Firefly works as a, a counselor for young folks, and uh, she's going to bring some of them out next time around and uh, give them an opportunity to learn some of their heritage. Well, we're putting together
1: some, uh, some shoots uh, this coming summer, not for this summer because we're already uh, booked pretty full, but for this coming summer, <clears throat> uh, late spring, early summer, some shoots and boot camps specifically for uh, the high school and college folks, uh, and I would recommend that to uh, to all of the states is make sure that you uh, that you're putting together when you're thinking about uh, RBCs, IBCs, et cetera, That uh, you make sure to schedule some uh, in the late spring, early summer, when the folks get out of school, out of classes, and stuff, so that they can attend those. I know it's hard on it's hard on everybody working and everything else, but uh, the the students don't get uh, they don't get to select a, a two week vacation so they have to pretty much uh, uh take what's put in front of them so we'd like to make sure that we're scheduling uh the IBCs and RBCs for the folks in that are in school and stuff so they can attend them in the late spring early summer whenever they're getting out of classes uh, there so make sure that you're thinking about that uh whenever you're doing your your scheduling for this coming year, which you should be doing right now, and planning to make additions to your instructor instructor cadre by adding on uh folks who are currently in schools, the high schools and in the colleges. <clears throat> and it sounds like that's what you guys are doing, Sam. Did I uh I might have lost uh Sam too now. Yep, I did. Okay, let me bring him back on. Sam kind of migrates around the uh, uh, the switchboard here. He'll kind of disappear, and then they
2: will reappear. I'm in back. There you go. All right. I'm uh, back. I got bumped off again. i got a cheap phone and a cheap program, and I guess whenever somebody with <laughs> a little more horsepower in this world wants to talk, I get knocked off. But I <laughs> yeah. keep coming back. <laughs> so we'll really
1: you talking, and then we'll hear like a... Uh, uh you know a a spanish station and then you disappear <laughs> <laughs> all right well what i was telling uh, the folks is that uh and it sounds like you're doing it's to make sure that uh that you are scheduling some R- of the RBCs and IVCs uh, now we can not of course we can't uh, get uh... 30 or 40 of them at once but uh if you have a group of instructors Uh, folks that you would like to become instructors who are college or high school folks, then make sure that you're uh, setting up an event that they can attend in the late spring, early summer. You said you guys are doing that, right, Sam?
2: Yes, we are. And uh, we're hoping to get some more of these young college folks in with us from up in Albuquerque. Uh, They're bright and, and they're young and they've been heavily propagandized, but a few of them have come out there, and, and uh, the light bulb's gone on for them, and they're going to help us turn on light bulbs with a few other people. Uh, and Mark Twain said, "Never let schooling get in the way of your education," and we're going to help them in that regard. <laughs> well,
1: you know, I we talk about the the students and stuff and getting kids to apple seeds, and uh, and. I'm telling you, it's never been more important than it is right now. Uh, I was speaking to another instructor today on my, my weekly uh, uh, phone calls, and uh, i got to tell you, I, I had to move my plan to unlimited calling in order to facilitate this because I was uh, I'm doing uh, three and 4,000 minutes uh, in a month on the phone. <coughs> and... Uh, the instructor was telling me that, uh, they had, uh, a, uh, it was one of their relatives that were visiting, uh, and the, the kid was, uh, I believe he was eight, eight or nine, and they were talking to him. And he was, uh, saying that, uh, he was explaining to them, uh, the virtues of the current president because he said that the current president, uh, was the one that was responsible, uh, for inventing cellular telephones and, uh, 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 and some type of a new gasoline, and uh, about a dozen other things like this. And uh, like I said, he, I know he's only eight, but when he was asked where he got this information, he said it was in school. Now, perhaps he misunderstood some of that, but I've seen plenty of the videos, and they're out there by the hundreds on YouTube and stuff, showing the uh, the school teachers in our schools uh, telling the kids. Uh, the stuff that they think that they should know and uh, and having them sing songs of praise uh, for folks, etc. And we sure want to make sure that uh, we're tempering that education that they're getting uh, with some real education. And that's the, the education of how this nation began on April nineteenth, seventeen 1775. And some education on, on what it really means to be an American. Being an American isn't granted to you by virtue of a slot filled in on a piece of paper. That doesn't make you an American. So what does? Well the answer is, is your uh, desire to fulfill your obligations to this nation. It doesn't matter if you just got your citizenship papers yesterday. If you understand that you have an obligation to this nation to safeguard the freedoms and liberties that were handed to you so that you can hand them off to those who come after, that's what makes you an American. That's where your place is uh, in America and in American government, is making sure that you understand that you are uh, a part of the governing body of this nation and that you are fulfilling your responsibilities of making sure that you stay engaged and working uh, to help govern the nation. Now, nobody's going to tell you, and certainly nobody at Appleseed, you may have your friends or relatives or whatever that will tell you who to vote for. We don't tell you who to vote for. But we do tell you it is your absolute duty to make sure that you vote, to make sure that your voice is heard, your vote is counted. Uh, that is your responsibility uh, as an American. And uh, and as I said earlier, I'm going to mention it again because uh, – want to make sure that people are doing this is that, uh, if you have a uh, I'd love to hear from the folks in the uh, in the program who can uh, who can reach out and give recognition and a pat on the back to folks who are working with them their state you don't have to be a state coordinator or you don't have to be a shoot boss uh, if you just want to uh, mention the name of somebody who's doing a great job. And uh, let me start off now. I've got uh, uh, Star Fox, Andrew LeCran, who uh, received his red hat this weekend in DeVilla, and he deserves that. He did a great job. He's part of a crew of uh, a man and wife instructing team. Uh, We're doing great things here in Texas. We also have uh, uh, Red Dot, uh, Chuck, who uh, passed his PC. And I still haven't heard from uh, uh, Dragget or, or Newt, uh, but I can almost guarantee you that uh, he passed his PC3 this weekend too because that's the kind of guy he is. So uh, if you guys, if any of you uh, are, Brett, I believe you, you were on there, if you have the information, which if you had posted, because I'd like to, to give him a shout-out. And if any of the rest of you guys, uh have some instructors who you want to give recognition to then uh I would I, I would appreciate it if you did it and uh and they would appreciate it too.
2: Uh, so you know Scout we we need to get Jules to call in from out in California and Bald Dragon I believe they got uh got some new hats passed out out there in California recently
1: and uh we'd like to
2: hear about that.
1: Okay. Uh well, they're talking right here. Jules, uh, Ball Dragon, Even Star, uh, Rose. If uh, one of you guys want to call in, give us the rundown about the new hats. There, we'd love to hear that. Uh, Rose, uh, uh, I asked for her to do it uh, last week, and she did. She sent me a PM, uh, not only of the folks' names, uh, but about what they had been doing and, and how well they'd been doing it. And I'm telling you, it seems like a little thing. Mention somebody's name and tell them you think that they did a great job, but it's not. It's a big thing. The big thing for folks uh, to know that, this, that what they're putting their blood, sweat, and tears into is being appreciated. So, uh, so any of you folks that have somebody there that uh, is doing a great job, then uh, please. Uh, Please make sure that uh, we get uh, that information so that we can let them know how much we appreciate
2: them. Uh, I believe they made a few new shoot bosses in uh, Illinois recently, too, didn't they? I
1: I believe so. Now, Hawk said he took off. I'd asked him. I I don't think he heard me at the end. I was asking him to, uh, to give everybody, to give out the kudos there. Uh, but I know that he was, uh, I believe his dinner had gotten ready right before I asked him. Uh, but he should be through wolfing it down in a minute. So, Hawk, if you want to call back in and, and give the uh, Indiana kudos, that would be great. Uh, but if anybody there, anybody who wants to uh, uh, to call in and let the people know uh, that the, the stuff that they're doing is not going unnoticed, uh, that the... Uh, the work, the hard work that, fe- that folks are doing uh, out of their own free will, out of the own kindness of their heart, out of their own obligation, their sense of obligation to their nation, that is not going unnoticed, uh, that people are uh, recognizing the fact uh, that they are putting their shoulder to the wheel and, uh, and that they are trying to make uh, a difference in the future of this nation. And I told you guys before that, And I believe, and Sam and I were talking about it just a little while ago, which was, it's easy to do the right thing when when it's just being waved in front of your face with a big flaming flag. Uh, It would be easy uh, to grab your gear and go and meet the sixty thousand screaming jihadists as they're waiting ashore uh, on Long Island. To prevent them from uh, destroying this nation but it's a lot harder to understand that that same thing and even worse is going on every day it's a lot harder to understand that and to realize that you still have just as much if not more of an obligation to grab your gear and get going and yet folks are still doing it and uh, we want to make sure that That they know, that we know,
7: they're doing
1: it. All right, uh, Ball Dragon, uh, I think you got uh, some names for us. Welcome to the show.
0: Yes, sir, I do. Uh, We have a whole host of new orange hats down here. We got one of them uh, typing away on the forum right now, Paulie Gunner. He is our uh, Sacramento High Score holder. Uh, we've also got uh, his wife, 30 Cal Sleeper. She's she's awesome. She I think on her, about her second Apple seat, she scored rifleman score, and the two of them uh, played rifleman for a while before they decided to step up and take the hats. We have a, a couple incredible young kids. Up here, that uh, I think they're uh, uh, what 11 and 14 years old. Wow, and the 14 year old is is Danny O. She shot five rifleman scores in a row with a bolt action 22. Oh oh, man, yes, incredible show. Tell me, tell me that it was a
1: a, a tube feeder, too.
0: Yes, (laughs) was it the tube fed bolt action 22. And it had a pretty long stock on it. It was everything she could do to reach that that bolt and not break position and uh, her young brother, eleven years old, not to be outdone, got out there and got himself a couple of them in a row and Well that is bolt. great. the nation is just incredible
1: and uh that's
2: great yeah
0: And are they considering uh working towards becoming instructors? They already have the orange hats excellent.
2: Excellent.
0: Fantastic. And uh, That's uncle fantastic. Also is uh He scored his rifleman score a couple months ago and he picked up his orange hat to go along with it. That's Pen uh, The whole family is just incredible. The next week, or that, that weekend, one of her cousins was on the line with her also, shot a rifleman score just before her. The next weekend, her little brother shot a rifleman score. So, in one family, we have five people now. Um the other family is down in Visalia, so we're looking at picking up a range down there to accommodate them.
1: Wow. Now are they also uh are they also setting up uh uh the same kind of uh uh Western Rose getaway vacations that uh uh that the rest <laughs> of you guys are?
0: <laughs> We're we're not that far advanced yet. We're still trying to just get these shoots on their feet, but uh, that's that's definitely on our list of, of things to do. Well, uh, I sure appreciate
1: uh, you calling in and letting the folks know because, like I said, we uh, we're absolute masters of uh, of demanding folks. Uh, let's go! Let's go! you know time is short uh let's go do your do a shoot every uh every month uh do this do that let's go get going you're not doing enough and and when the folks do turn in uh that work we should be ready to say thanks and uh, if the program has uh, uh some failings and of course every program does i'd say that was one of ours is uh is not making sure uh, that the folks who are uh, on the lines and uh, giving up their time, their effort, because, you know, there's only 50 weekends in a year. Uh, So uh, if you're giving up a dozen of those, uh, even if you're only giving up uh, uh, three or four, uh, that's still – uh, that is still a sacrifice that you're making uh, for the program, for the nation, and uh, we want to make sure that folks uh, that folks are getting recognized
0: for that. And, I'm uh, telling you, Scott, I'm, I'm taking anything I can get, and I'm grateful for all of it.
1: Right, as we should be. We should be. When somebody says, uh, "Listen, I, I wish I could help, but uh, uh, all I can give you is right now," is uh, you know. Uh, Two weekends, three weekends, four weekends a year. And then the answer should be, uh, "Thank you, thank you, with all of my heart." And uh, I will gladly take those. And uh, and I will write your name in the book of instructors. And uh, and that's what we should be doing because uh, time uh, is very short and very precious uh, on this earth. And uh, and every time somebody's willing to donate uh, their time and effort, I think that they should be they should be recognized. Now, uh, and I know I harp the other side of the coin too, which is this is your job. This is your uh, not your job, but it's your duty. It's your uh, your sacred obligation to the nation, and it is.
0: But whenever people do perform uh, their obligation to the nation, they should be recognized. Absolutely, and and in in my opinion, the only thing I can do. Is set the example. If I'm going to be a leader, I need to set the example. And if I if I demand from my people, I know I'm going to blow them out. I'm going to challenge them to try to keep up with me. That's it. As a leader, that's what you should be doing. You're setting the you're setting
1: the pace, and uh, and you're not asking uh, anything more of the folks who are working with you than what you'll do, and. Uh,
0: and that's what you should be doing. Uh, let's see. Happy's Bre- giving me a hard time over here because she's the one that does most of my paperwork, so I'm not really setting the example there.
1: <laughs> oh, is that what she's saying? <laughs> yes, of
0: course.
1: <laughs> you, better, you better be careful there. <laughs>
6: well, I Brett, uh, if you're
1: listening, did you? Uh, if I hope I didn't miss it, but if you're listening, make sure that you uh, let me know how. Uh, uh, how Newt did because uh, I'd like to get that info out. Uh, like I said, I'm sure that he uh, uh, sure that he successfully passed his uh, PC3, and uh, Newt is a is a asset to the Texas instructors. And as I said earlier, Chuck did uh, he passed his PC3, and Star Fox uh, got his red hat. So uh, once again, thanks to those folks uh, here in Texas. Uh, go ahead, Sam. Okay, he was he was talking to one of his animals or something.
0: And I had uh, one more name I wanted to throw out there, Scout. Um, okay. I got so wrapped up in, in other things that I was doing, I forgot to ask for orange hats this last Sunday. And one of the guys walked up to me and said, so what does a guy have to do to get an orange hat around here? And he had already shot his rifle score, and it was his second apple seed. And that's 24 volts. So he actually stepped out on his own to take the initiative to make sure he got his own orange hat.
1: Okay. So he just he said, what are you guys waiting for? Let's go. Hat yeah. me. <laughs> I like that. I like that kind of an attitude. Uh, don't wait for us to ask you. Don't wait for us to ask you if you want to be an instructor. Don't be shy. Uh, you don't need anybody's permission to become an instructor, or you don't need anyone's permission to ask if you can, uh, you can help safeguard this nation. You shoot that rifle and score. You come back the next weekend. You shoot it again. Uh, you stand up and you turn around and you say, "Where's my hat?" You're ready to go. Uh, I like that attitude. So you guys gave him the hat and, uh, and then you led him over to the uh, to the table where you keep the events, and you had him start filling in his name, right? Absolutely Because <laughs> that's when you want them to do it. you want them when they're when they've got that uh that second rifleman score just got my hat high you know you want them to go over to the uh, to the book and sign in for events right then and there
0: <laughs> that and uh email address phone number so i I know where my man is
1: excellent, okay, I was wondering why Sam was being so quiet, but he. He
2: got popped again. Sam, you're back on. Okay, and I got cut off again. Somebody with a higher priority.
1: <laughs> well, I told you we. The, the reason when I know that I know that you're leaving whenever I uh, when I start hearing the Spanish radio stations and then your phone disappears. So.
2: <laughs> Xera comes on. You know I'm history. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <clears throat> You know, I I called into the Michael Savage show the other day because, uh, uh, you know, I'm trying to get on to the show to to speak about Appleseed, but also let him know that, uh, you know, because he talks, uh, one of the things that he likes to talk about is immigration and uh, uh, illegal immigration. And uh, it just so happens that uh, every day, uh, right around 6.30 or so, 7 o'clock here, uh he starts getting bled over by the uh, the high power uh spanish stations and uh, the first time it happened it was kind of like a fluke because it wasn't a gradual thing uh it was just uh, one minute he was talking and the next minute a guy was talking in spanish and i thought well that's awfully odd you know, number one i didn't even know that uh, mr savage spoke spanish and number two he's speaking very fluently the only problem is I, I, is
5: I don't understand why he's
1: doing it. And, uh, and, of course, some Spanish music came on, and I realized that uh, you know, there had been a change in the stations. <clears throat> but uh, I'll segue from that into the, uh, my plea for you guys to <clears throat> to be constantly uh, attempting to get the word out about Apple cheese by calling into your local radio stations <clears throat> And folks uh, I doubt it's ever been easier To uh, provide yourself with a segue uh, To get on uh, the air Than it is now Because uh, Almost daily On the uh, Especially on the conservative talk radios Folks are talking About the, uh, the Constitution About the Bill of Rights About the Founding Fathers so it's not hard at all for you to be listening to those stations. Have your telephone right there and have your uh, your spiel ready to go, uh, and call into the talk radio stations and get on the air. And uh, like I said, a lot of times it seems like a little thing, but I'm telling you the 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 way that people hear about the Appleseed Project is a uh, very similar to, some, to somebody here. Uh, rwva.org And they go, okay, well that sounds like a good uh, Website address Let me go to that website And, uh, and pull it up and see what's on there <clears throat> They have to hear about the program uh, Over and over From different ways They'll hear about uh, the program From a uh, uh, From maybe from a blog uh, Maybe they got a flyer uh, Maybe they uh, uh, They've read something about it And then uh Maybe they heard somebody on a talk radio station uh, talking about it or giving, a, giving out the website address. And uh, after the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, maybe sometimes the 30th time, they finally decide to, to go to the website and check it out. And that's the way that it works. So every time you get a chance to get on the air and get the information out, you should be taking that uh, opportunity to do so and i'll tell you the other thing is that uh, uh, even on the smallest radio stations when you call in and talk and they're they're easy to get on a lot of the radio stations they don't have uh, they may not even have a screener or if they do uh the screener lets you on because you're one of the few callers that doesn't matter because and here's why because even the smaller stations go out to uh, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 10,000 people. Now, I'm telling you right now that, uh, I, that I don't have to tell you that there's a big difference between picking up your phone in the comfort and safety of your own home, dialing a few numbers, speaking pleasantly uh, to a person uh, by telephone and getting the word about the out about the Apple C program to 10,000 people, and then contrasting that uh, with going from uh, Academy to Lowe's to Home Depot to Walmart uh, to all the gun stop shops and stuff, going from uh, parking lot to parking lot uh, and uh, pressing the flesh, handing out flyers, etc. I'm telling you, if you do that and you did it for a whole weekend and you, you talked to 100 people, uh, you would really have accomplished something. Uh, you'd worry yourself out. No matter Who knows how many different types of communicable diseases you would get by doing that, but, uh, but it would take quite a bit of work. So why would you do that as opposed to getting on the telephone and uh, calling into a radio show and getting the information out? That's a lot easier. <clears throat> All right. I've made my spiel, and I'll continue to make it as long as I'm with the program. Uh, are you guys having any success there with the uh, radio, uh, Ball Dragon? Are you uh, still there? That's
0: not an area that I've worked on yet.
1: Either. Okay. Well, uh, then I would delegate that to Scrappy. No! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I bet Scrappy was doing good. Scrappy was on the – Scrappy is, uh, is Ball Dragon's uh, instructor partner. And uh, I know that he didn't meet her at, uh, at an Appleteat event, but he could well have, because those are the type of folks that you meet there. And uh, and uh, she's been on the radio show before. She's spoken on the radio show before. before. And uh, so I can vouch for the fact that she would do a good job. So I think that delegating to her <clears throat> the responsibility for getting uh, the information out about the program there in your area over the radio would be a great job for her. And I'm I'm glad that she's volunteered to do that.
3: Can it be the Spanish
1: station? Most certainly. Yes, okay. uh any of the stations that you can get on there, we'll take whatever we can get. Can we be in. <laughs> uh, if anybody else has uh, any uh any folks uh, that they would like to uh, to call in about about the uh and make sure that they get recognition uh for the work that they've been doing uh... we would love to have you uh... the number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero that's three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero you want to call in and uh, let folks know uh... that you know that they're doing a good job then uh, then that is great because uh... uh because folks need to know. They got to they got to know that that what they're doing uh is making a difference for them. Uh, <clears throat> making a difference to the program that people are uh, are recognizing it. Uh I've been trying to uh, I've been trying to uh, to work on my well kind of while I've been uh, while I've been talking here, I've got uh, a problem with my well and uh, I've got my brother here assisting me. So, if it sounds like sometimes like I'm uh, uh, like I'm working on my well, it's because that's what I'm doing. I'm working on my well. <clears throat> we're uh, uh, supplied with well water, and uh, you know, there's uh, uh, since it's not a city thing, it's up to me to decide uh, uh, how to get it out of the ground. And uh, every so often, that's uh, that's kind of challenging. Uh, we're in the middle of seven years of drought, so. Uh, every once in a while, that uh, uh, plays havoc with the water table here. What about you guys in California? How was uh, how was it with uh, rain this year?
0: Uh, we've had more than usual this year.
1: More than usual, to the tune of, uh, of mudslides, or just uh, more than usual?
0: Luckily, just more than usual. It's been spread out pretty well, so. Uh, we're good, and our well is about 400, 500 feet deep. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty intense. Uh,
1: we had, a, at one of the first houses here, we had a well that uh, I believe it was 1,400 feet. And uh, let me tell you, that well, I probably was deeper than that, because I believe that it actually pierced the regions of Hades, because uh, it was almost solid sulfur. Oh, uh, I mean when you took a shower that hot sulfur water it was hard to breathe and uh, and to drink it you had to pour up we'd pour up uh oh, three or four of the of those big uh, steel buckets uh at a time this is when I was a kid we'd pour up three or four of those big steel buckets at a time and they would have to set uh you know for 24 hours or more uh, for the sulfur to diffuse out of it and then you had to pour the water off the top because there was so much of the uh uh, you know, the the red sediment and stuff in it. <clears throat> Listen, we've got another, it looks like another New Mexican uh, that's calling in. Area code 575-457, uh, you're on the air.
7: Hey, how are we doing tonight, Scout?
1: Good, who's this?
7: This is Jimmy down in Lakewood. Sam oh, hey, nightmare.
1: Jimmy. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. I'm sure you heard uh, Sam talking about you in a good way uh,
2: just a little while ago.
7: Yeah, I know that worries me. But uh,
2: <laughs>
7: I, you, you talk you talk about droughts. It's drier than a popcorn fart down here in southeast New Mexico.
1: Well oh, man,
7: it is. Well, way dry. that's
1: usually the case, though, isn't it? I mean, uh, otherwise it would well, be a it's, desert Well, it's there. like
7: I tell the folks on the internet and everything. We normally get eight to ten inches of rain a year around here. You ought to be here the day we get it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> just that one day that it comes. <laughs>
7: No, you you were wanting uh, you were wanting something to buy you to give kudos, and I just want to thank Sam and his entire crew because I tell you what, I've got a whole new family, and And uh, that's what
1: it is, isn't it? I mean, it is. It's exactly
7: what it is. All Sam's got to do is tell me jump, and I ask him how high and where. Um, I'll do anything for Appleseed. It just when when I found Appleseed at Carlsbad, I found home. And uh, my daughter and my wife looked at me, and she goes, they, "They both like you're in your element." And I go, "I've got friends. <laughs> this, is, these are people that understand what I'm talking about." <laughs> so, and you can ask Sam. He gets enough of my emails. I've got our senators and congressmen on speed dial and email. So, Fine. They, and That's you the way. Know.
1: And listen, were you were, were you was that the case? Before you were working with Appleseed?
7: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm Coast Guard vet. Uh, it's it's really funny and everything. You know, I, I get a lot of jokes around here from Navy vets and stuff, but I tell them at least if my ship sank, I could walk home. And uh, But, you know, being a Coast Guard vet in the middle of, of New, southeast New Mexico in the desert, I'm the only person around here that's got a 22-foot sailboat as well. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I fall under the the classification of definitely weird, but <laughs> but but appleseed. You know, uh, Sam got to see a toy I've been playing with for appleseed shoots for kids and and young ladies. And uh, I've got a couple other people that want me to do similar mods to rifles of theirs. See, Sam, I didn't say weapon, uh, but uh, yeah, I knew he'd get a laugh out of that, but. Uh, It just, you know, Appleseed is is what I've been looking for ever since I was medically discharged from the Coast Guard. It it really is. Because it's not only like-minded people, it's like-minded families. And you sit down and you have dinner with them and you have an after-action chit-chat with them and everything. It's like talking to your brothers and sisters. That, that's what Appleseed is to me. And, and Sam has got the finest crew I think I've ever seen in the military. I mean, I was a member of a, of a 16 boarding member. And uh, it just, we were family. But it, it's not as close as what Appleseed's become to me. So, I keep pestering we need to have an instructor boot camp down here.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> right, and... uh
7: uh, have you We're going with, to get
1: one too. Have you worked with Devinol?
7: Oh yes, uh, he was the shoot boss over at Socorro. and uh, that we we just uh, we had too much fun over there. He allowed me as a uh, IIT zero to do the second strike, and I just had too much fun. Uh, history has been my passion since I was in high school, and April seven, you know, April nineteenth, seventeen seventy five is just. I I can't read enough about it. My my library is growing rapidly. <laughs> so <laughs> well, listen, but, but just,
1: uh, we, we got one I more. Just well, to let we you actually know. got we. Well, uh, you can stay on the line, and uh, we'll just keep the line open because. Uh, uh, well, oh, I'll go
7: ahead and go, but I just I just want to let you know you have got an absolute diamond. He's not in the rough anymore, man. He's getting polished every day. Sam is one of the most unique individuals I've ever seen in my life. Uh, when now, we get that was a very,
1: that's a very interesting way to put it. There, now you said he's a very unique person.
7: <laughs> he is because I've I have I have never seen anyone that can take someone that can walk up to a shoot that is obviously not of the average cadre, uh, and Sam knows what I'm talking about at Roswell, and start asking him questions, and he handles them so perfectly that they don't have a question left within 30 seconds.
1: Excellent. Well, listen, I'm going to bring on another caller here, uh, area code 832 You're on the air.
8: Hey, Mike, how are you? It's Mark Alonso. Hey,
1: Mark, how are you doing? Listen, I'm going to bring another uh, caller on with on. you, too. Hold on just a second. Uh, area code uh, 714 614
5: you're on the air also hi scout hi uh, mark it's johnny Appleseed from uh southern california
1: well welcome to uh, both of you guys listen let me uh let's take you guys in order uh mark welcome to the show how are you doing uh
8: let us know what you got you got to be kind of quick because we've got about uh three minutes okay i'll make mine really quick as far as kudos goes uh we have a great texas crew out here you could pick anyone out of uh out of the basket there and uh really mention them. You may already did Star Fox and his wife, uh Double L. And if you think about it, Mike, we wouldn't have this crew out here without you. So uh big kudos to you. You've been doing a great job. And well, thank you. uh I'd also like to sure I'd also like to mention uh Stephen McPeat from Louisiana. I keep talking about Louisiana every chance I get. And when we first went over there, the Texas guys uh, you know, Louisiana is close but it's not that close and we said, you know, if there's no interest in Louisiana, we'll have to get back to them at another time. Right. And one person stood out and that was Stephen McPeat. He yeah. wouldn't let us leave. He kept us there till nighttime. He's never stopped. He's got once he took that orange hat he took his uh, PCs every chance he got. He's a red hat and a shoot boss now. And Louisiana is up and running with two different ranges. I think they're working on a third. He's got his own orange hats, and he's rocking and rolling over there. Excellent. Listen, let's, uh, let's get uh, Johnny
1: on real quick while we're still on the air, and we'll stay on for a few minutes uh, so that the archive folks can hear it. But we'll probably go off the air in about uh, 60 seconds. So, Johnny,
5: speed read us. Well, um, Mark, I'd like to thank you for taking on that Canton-Mississippi shoot. They're going to love you down there, and you're going to love it, too. Those are some great guys. And uh, We've got a, uh, a new IIT up in Chabot this weekend, and he, um, I believe he's from Cuba originally. He's not on the forum yet, but he took the IIT hat, and he assisted in line trawling, uh for, well, about three hours on Sunday. So I think we're going to have a – I'm sorry, line clearing. Uh, I think we're going to have a good one um, up there in – the uh, Northern California Chabot area is fantastic. We had a wonderful time, and it's been one of the best shoots I've been on. so uh, I've been on some good ones, El yes, Paso you have. was. was well, I still remember El Paso. Yeah. We had a great time on that. We weekend. had it.
1: We did. We had a blast out in El Paso. Uh, uh, and uh, and you have been doing a great job, Johnny. And listen, uh, and let me say too to Mark too because. You know what? Uh, Here I've been harping the whole show about giving folks uh, uh, the the, uh, recognition they deserve. And uh, and the person who uh, I consider to be the uh, the hardest uh, working man in the Texas crew is Mark Alonso. I mean, he has been... uh, He flipped his switch on a couple of years ago, uh, and when he did, uh, the the only speed he had was full blast. And... uh, he's been uh, i mean active not just in texas uh, uh i mean he did every shoot in texas and then uh, he started expanding so he he's been doing an excellent job and i wouldn't ha- i wouldn't be able to do uh we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing here in texas and in uh, louisiana and uh, constantly expanding the bounds here uh without mark and mark thank you i mean you do it i agree i've heard job. great
5: things about mark Oh, you're welcome. Thing, you're
8: welcome. So, I like you. Yeah. And thanks
5: for taking up to Canton.
8: Oh man, that's great.
1: <laughs> yeah, listen, that's we're fun. we're officially uh, off of the air, and uh, I mean, as far as streaming, uh, I don't know if the oh folks, okay if the folks can listen. If, if you guys in the the chat room are y'all listening, can y'all hear us anymore? If you can, just uh, somebody po- post yes. But I don't think that they can. But the folks that are listening no. in archive will be able to hear us so uh so if you guys have anything else you want to say um we're welcome you're welcome to get it out
5: mark well, have uh, you been to Camp can't, mississippi
8: here. uh no i haven't I, and i've been uh, as far as alabama which was great and <laughs> you're uh, gonna
5: love jim brown he's the range uh the, the range officer there at that um uh, at that facility and um uh, He'll take you on like a three-hour tour through the swamp you'll see alligators and snakes, and, and it's just beautiful.
4: Those
5: are some of the, those are some of the best guys. That well, all Ampleys are great, but you know, they were they were really a fine bunch, and I'm um, wow. uh, I'm really happy that you could that you could stand uh, uh take up the uh, the IBC on this.
8: Hey, did you say uh, snakes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, don't,
5: don't worry, Raven227, two, two, he'll pick up every damn one of them, and then he'll show you if they're poisonous or not. And then uh, oh,
8: God.
5: He, there was a, a copperhead across the street. I'd never seen one. You know what that top of an AR looks like, how it's triangular and black?
8: Yeah, that's yeah.
5: The, that's the way that snake looked. And then he was going to get a brush and screw around with it, and luckily it got away. And I said, well, that thing, it just it turned around and just looked at me. And then I said, well, that thing will kill you, honey. He said, no, and, and this has stuck with me forever. He said, no, it doesn't kill you. He said, but it screws up your life forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it goes after true. your heart, your liver, your blood.
2: Oh my gosh! <laughs> guys, uh, I don't want to. Uh, I hate to cut this off, but no. uh, I
1: want to tell everybody uh, thanks, Sam. Thanks again, uh, Mark, Johnny. Uh, thank all of you guys, and uh, we will see everybody again on Tuesday, same time, same uh, Appleseed Channel. God bless everybody, you too, and we'll see this next week.
2: Okay,
5: brother.
1: God bless you too. Okay, have Take a care good one. All. all right. Bye-bye. Good night, guys. Good
2: night. night.